Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Ujima Spirit Podcast. I am your host, Tika Taylor. Today's topic is using fasting to get what you want. Yes, I said it, fasting. When most people hear the word fasting, they usually think of not eating to lose weight. But fasting has many, many purposes and also many benefits. So we're going to go ahead on and talk about fasting to get what you want. Now, fasting again is described as or defined as the willful or deliberate refrainment from eating or drinking. Now, again, fasting is typically associated with losing weight. When someone doesn't want to gain extra calories, they go on a fast. And we also hear of fasting related to religious purposes. And we're going to go ahead on and break down the different type of fasting. But before we do that, let's briefly talk about living in a society where there is a lot of consumption. Living in a capitalistic society, people are encouraged, influenced, and manipulated to consume. Consume. Because in a society that produces a lot of goods, people have to keep consuming in order to buy. So people are encouraged to consume a lot of food. You have fast food restaurants on every corner. You have stores. You have um, all type of delicious food available all the time, especially in places where people have money. So because of that, people are always consuming. And when they get a habit of consuming, it's not just food. It becomes also other products services and good. And so while they're busy consuming and taking everything in, they're accumulating a lot of gunk, a lot of junk. Okay. And so these consumable objects or things are not just physical. They can also be mental and emotional. And of course, spiritual. So when we go on a fast, it's not just for us not to eat for us to avoid drinking food or eating food, okay? Yeah, we can drink food. If you blend food into a blender, it becomes a smoothie. So you're drinking your food instead of eating it. And some people are now on this diet of just drinking smoothies. It doesn't matter how you take the food in, whether you're eating it or you're drinking it. The fact is you're still consuming. So because we're constantly consuming sometimes we become overwhelmed. We become overburdened, okay? We overeat. Now, not just physically overeating. Again, like I said, we're emotionally overeating. Eating is symbolic when it comes to emotion because whenever you're taking in a lot of emotion, it is comparing to that you're consuming something. So you're consuming energetic food because emotions are basically energy. And when you break down food, food is what? Energy. After you break it down, it becomes energy. The same thing with emotions, the same thing with thoughts. All right. So if we're busy eating symbolically a lot of food, whether it be emotionally, 
mentally or literally eating physically, then it is time for us to kind of slow down and kind of think about what is it that we're doing to ourselves. We're taking too much in. We're overeating, overconsuming, okay? And we overindulge in these things. So in order for us to kind of recalibrate ourselves, realign ourselves, put ourselves back in balance, it is important for us to fast. And that's where we're gonna be talking about fasting to get what you want, okay? So it's very important that we really think about it. Just for a split second, just think about it. You know, are you over-consuming? Are you allowing yourself to take more than you really need? Because when you eat, 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 because it tastes so good, 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 and your body don't really need all that energy, what happens is that your body stores it. We have a obesity problem in the West. You know, people are eating too much and they're eating food. Basically, they have empty calories, meaning that they have no nutritional value. The food is empty of value. It tastes good, right? It may even feel good as you chew it and swallow it. You're full, you feel satisfied, but your body is deprived of nutrients, you have no substance. You don't have no minerals. You're not having any vitamins, not necessary uh, fats. You're not really taking in anything that's going to help you make your body work properly. And if your body is not working properly, then you're going to be sick. Okay? Or you're going to be in a disease state. Disease. Disease. You're going to be in a state where you're not at ease. There's going to be some type of discomfort, some type of problem, whether it be emotional problems, mental problems, spiritual problems, and physical to include medical. So it's very important that we stop and we think about what is it that we're consuming and why are we consuming so much? Now, a lot of people consume a lot of food, not just because they're greedy. What's the other word for greedy? Gluntuous? You know, they're, they're not gluntuous. They really are trying to feed the inner self, okay? Because something is missing inside. Something is missing, whether it be peace, whether it be joy, whether it be happiness, whether it be balance. So since they're lacking that on the inside, they want to make up for it by over-consuming. They eat and eat and eat because it makes them feel good. Nice apple pie, nice fried chicken with some homemade mashed potatoes. Yeah, nice slice of pizza. Yeah, you know, maybe some turkey wings. I mean, whatever it is that you like, collard greens, macaroni and cheese, whatever it is that you like, you're eating, overeating because you are lacking something inside. You're deficient in something. You're missing something. So it's easier to eat to make yourself feel good instead of going deep within and finding out what is the problem. What are you really hungry for? What are you starving to get? In a capitalistic society, 
where people are always producing, 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 people are encouraged to always buy things. So when you're buying things, uh, they let you believe because they lead you to believe, I should say, through the manipulation, the advertisement, the marketing, that the more you have, the better you are. The more happier you should be, the more you have. So people focus on getting material things, physical things, such as the food, the car, the nice house, the brand name clothes, which is nothing wrong with having these material things. They do make your life more comfortable and you do feel good when you have these convenience, you know, and you look good. There's nothing wrong with that. But when you are trying to feed the outside because the inside is lacking, then it's a problem. When you believe that you could just eat your way into good health or eat your way into feeling good, eat your way into becoming a better person, it's a problem. Okay? So remember, we're not just talking about physically eating. We're eating emotionally as well. Let's stop there and think. We're eating emotionally in terms of energy. In terms of energy, we're consuming a lot of energy. And unfortunately, the, uh, the energy that we're consuming is negative energy because we live in a negative society where people are constantly emitting negative energy because, you know, they're in an unhealthy state. We live in an unhealthy society. So therefore, people are going to be unhealthy. So when people interact with each other, they're going to be emitting, transferring, giving out negative energy. And so you're taking that energy inside, you're internalizing it, and you're making that energy part of your life, part of your body, part of your mind, part of your spirit. So there has to be a time where you're going to just kind of cut off. You're going to detach and you're going to move away from all of this interaction and all of this consumption. Because if you don't do that, you're going to break down. The same way that when you overeat, you get obese and you lose your mobility, you lose your physical health, you know, you lose the zest for life, you become, you know, dependent on the medical system or on other people to provide for you. The same thing happens emotionally when you're overly consuming other people's negative energy. You become tired, you become sick, you become depressed maybe suicidal, lethargic, you're tired all the time, you're intolerant, you're moody, you're grouchy. The same thing happens as above, so below. As below, so above. That is one of the universal principles. So whatever's going on on the outside of you is also happening on the inside. So that is the importance of fasting. Fasting is going to help you break that cycle of negativity, of overconsumption, of overindulging. It's going to stop that wheel from spinning. You're going to get off that wheel. So you can begin to look at yourself and see what it is that you're doing and how you're creating this vicious cycle of really overconsumption of overindulging, of eating too much, drinking too much, smoking too much. It's a lot of too much stuff going on. So in order for you to step back away from all this overconsumption, 
is good to engage in fasting. Okay, so fasting is not just about refraining or deliberately staying away from food. It can also include staying away from all negativity. Anything that you know that's no good for your health, whether it be drugs, alcohol, sex with the wrong people for the wrong reason, whether it be caffeine, whether it be oversleeping, or whether it be laziness, selfishness, greed, lust, whatever it is that you have a vice in, whatever it is that's no good for you that you're overtaking in, you need to get out of it. The best thing to do is to fast. As you fast, you're removing yourself from the situation and you're resetting everything. In other words, you get a fresh start. That's the importance of fasting. It gives you a fresh start. It gives you time away from all the mess, all the drama, all the trauma. You know, you keep going round and round. Fasting helps you get out. Once you get out, now you have time to think. You have time to analyze, to process. You get time to kind of figure it out. What's good for you, what's bad for you. What do you want, what you don't want. All right, so let's start by talking about different types of fasting because all fasting is not the same. All right, we're going to break it down. Let's start with medical fasting. People use fasting for therapeutical purposes. Okay, now some holistic medicine, okay, includes fasting. In order for the medicine to work, in order for the herbs to work, for the vitamins to work, they require that you fast. It could be for a couple hours or it could be for a couple of days. All right. But fasting is used for medical treatment for therapeutical purposes. Now, sick people naturally lose their appetite. Just look at that. Biologically speaking, there's something going on with fasting because when you get sick, you lose your appetite. You don't want to eat. Why is that? Now, the body needs time to rest. The body needs time to recalibrate itself, to fix itself, to rejuvenate, to recover. So in doing so, it's trying to cut down on the energy that it's going to be using. And when you digest your food, it takes a lot of energy. Digestion, eating, you know, processing the food, all that takes a lot of energy. So it takes the energy away from your healing. So this is the reason, one of the reasons that when people are sick, they normally lose their appetite because they don't need to eat. The body needs to focus all its energy on healing itself. So it doesn't need to take in any, any food right now. Now, you may drink water because you need to be hydrated. But as far as solid food, the body don't want it because you lose your appetite. That's the body's way of going on an automatic fast. The body automatically puts you into that fasting mode. Now, fasting is part of a natural healing to recovery. It's, it's nothing that's artificially induced. You know, you don't need to take no pill for you to fast. You don't need to take a chemical. You don't need to do anything artificial. Uh, fasting is natural. It's natural. All you're doing is not eating. 
you're not eating or you're not drinking for a period of time. And the reason why is because you're trying to accomplish something. You're trying to recalibrate. You're trying to put yourself in a position where you can get what you want. Now, some medical procedures require that people fast. If you're going to get uh, surgery, if you're going to get some medical tests, they require that you fast before you come in to do the operation, to take the, the, you know, the, the blood test or to do the procedure. They need you to fast. All right. Because you, they don't need, uh, you know, any type of false readings if you're taking a test, because if you're eating something immediately and go take a test, following go take a test, it may show that something is wrong. In reality, there's nothing wrong. Your body hasn't yet processed everything. So if you come in fasting, then they'll know this is where the body is normally and naturally. This is not a artificially induced state. This is not because you ate too many cookies. Now your sugar levels up. Okay. All right. So, uh, some disease, some disease people, uh, fast a lot. It depends on what the disease is, but some disease people fast. People find out that they're diagnosed with a certain disease and they, they go into fasting mode. They go into fasting mode. Now, there's different types of fasting and we'll go into it, but some people fast for medical purposes. That's the whole point. It's not just to lose weight. Fasting is very good, you know, for people who are trying to cure certain disease. Now, if you don't have any knowledge about fasting for medical treatment, don't take it upon yourself to do that. It's very important that you find some a therapist or somebody who's a natural healer, somebody who's a doctor, they know what to do and they can instruct you on how to use fasting for therapeutic purposes, for medical therapeutic purposes. Okay. All right. Now let's move. Another reason why people fast is religious purposes. Fasting is practiced by people who are religious because they're Doctrine dictates that they have periods, periods of fasting, whether they're Christian, whether they're a, a Jew, whether they're Muslim, whether they're Buddhist, it doesn't matter. Some religion require their practitioners or their believers to fast. And that's supposed to help them get closer to their God. It's supposed to help them purge if, there, if there's anything that's negative in their heart, if they're harboring any hate, any uh, lust, any sin, they're able to purge it. They believe, that's their belief system, that they're able to purge to get rid of it when they fast. Some people fast before performing any type of religious ceremony or ritual, right? Before they're gonna go preach, they fast. So they can get more in tune with God and more in tune, you know, to the message that they're trying to deliver more in tune with their own spirit so they can resonate with the message. Some people fast as part of meditation practices. They meditate all right, before they go out to do something religious. They meditate and they also include fasting with the meditation. Some people fast for religious purpose when they're in a crisis mode. 
because they believe that God will hear their prayers faster when they're fasting. They believe that because they get closer to God when they're fasting, that things will work faster for them in their favor. Purification. Some people fast for religious purposes because they want to purify themselves. It's similar to purge, but purification can be a physical thing or it could be an emotional or spiritual thing. Whatever toxins and negative things or bad energy that they have, they have to release it. And they have purification rituals that includes fasting. Right? Now, people who have committed sins and certain atrocities, you know, when they want to confess their sins to God or the priest or the pastor, sometimes they are required to fast. They fast because of their wrongdoing, because this is their way of humbling themselves because of what they've done. They recognize, they have, you know, uh, recognition that what they did was wrong. And this is a form of humbling themselves. Temptation. Some religious people fast because they're trying to resist temptation. They're, they're, you know, they're going through a moment in their lives where they are influenced to do certain things. They're tempted, you know, to do something wrong or something bad or something that's considered a sin. And they want to be prepared. They want to be strengthened not to give in to that desire to do something that's going to go against their moral spiritual, religious codes. Okay? Now, another reason why people fast is it's a form of political activism. Fasting is used to express social and political views by protesters. Someone is protesting injustice in the world, inequality, racism, oppression, you know, I mean, any type of negativity. Someone can decide that I'm going to protest. I'm going to speak out against this. I'm going to march against this, but I'm going to do it in the form of fasting. So people do fast for political activism. You have people who are inmates in prison. Sometimes they do a fast because there's an injustice within the prison system, whether they're not feeding them or whether they're discriminated against them. They're not allowing them to exercise their human rights. Because of that, they fast to protest. People who are political prisoners, they also use fasting as a form of activism. And people who are victims, it could be victim of a violent crime, victim of uh, domestic violence, any type of of, uh, injustice, any type of problem, you can have a group use fasting as a form of political activism because they want to bring attention to a serious point, to a serious dilemma or problem. So the method that's being used is fasting. That is their form of protest. People also fast, not for religious purposes, but they're doing it for personal cleansing and detoxification. It's not associated with any Religion. This is not part of the religious fasting. This is an individual fast that people do because they feel that they are overwhelmed physically. 
Maybe they feel like they have too much toxins and junk and gunk in their bodies that they want to just take a minute, whether it be a couple hours or a couple days, in order to flush all the toxins out of their body. And sometimes they will do that with drinking water or using certain herbs. All right? So cleansing or detoxification, especially using special herbs, sometimes they eat small amount of food that's going to help them detoxify. But in a total fast, they don't drink, they don't eat, they only drink herbs. So people use fasting for cleansing and detoxification. Another reason why people use fast is for building their self-discipline. Self-discipline and self-mastery. Controlling the body. They want to be more in control of their body. They want to have more awareness of bodily function. They want to be more in tune or in alignment with their mind, body, and soul. They have no discipline. They have, they, they have no control over their body. You know, they have no control over their appetite. Okay, sometimes they feel lazy, sluggish, and uninspired or unmotivated for them to exercise, you know, take care of themselves, or just practice good self-care. So when they fast, they're able to build a certain amount of discipline and, and master, you know, that the appetites that they have so they can go ahead on and take better care of their body. So fasting is used to gain self-discipline. Now, the discipline is not just over the body, it's also over the mind. Because some people, they're very distracted or they're overwhelmed in their thinking. They have all kind of irrational thoughts, limiting beliefs, you know, intrusive thoughts, and they really don't know how to handle it. They're all over the place. So it's very important that they start practicing fasting in order to help them quiet their minds so they can gain control of it and direct their minds to a more positive and peaceful place. And fasting can actually help people do that, become disciplined and controlling their thoughts, not just controlling their bodies, urges and appetite, but also the mind. And they can become more in tune with their bodies, become more self-conscious of their bodily function, their heart rate, their breathing, respiration, all right, muscles, tone. They can, they can uh, tense muscles, relax muscles at will. And they also can go into a meditation and actually relieve pain, relieve stress. So that fasting is very important. It's not just to get self-discipline to control the mind, the body, but it's also to bring yourself to a certain state of being at peace, being in a relaxed mindset. Okay, to calm yourself if you're agitated and feeling aggressive and hostile. Fasting can help you do that. Gain control of your mind, body, and soul. So self-discipline is definitely one of the reasons why people fast. Spiritual purposes. To obtain spiritual guidance and spiritual knowledge. Becoming more spiritually in tune with yourself. Connecting with your ancestral spirits or guide. People fast because 
they want to connect with the spiritual world. They want to gain more spiritual maturity, spiritual enlightenment, gain spiritual knowledge and understanding. This is why they fast. And it's very important because some people really get to the level where they can actually communicate with the spiritual realm. They can actually become more in tune. They can pick up intuitively what is going on. Some of them can't even predict the, can predict the future because they're so in tune with the spiritual world that they can kind of perform alchemy. They could change matter from one state to another. It all depends on where they are spiritually. And fasting will help them grow spiritually to that level where they can do certain things. They can build certain spiritual abilities. This is where the spiritual knowledge and guidance come from. When they go into a state of fasting, they're not eating, they're not drinking, they're not consuming other things around them. They're in a state of meditation. They're very, very focused. And when they're focused, they can literally get in tune with their own spirit and ancestral spirits or other spiritual guides. So if you want to get spiritual enlightenment, fasting is definitely one of the ways that you can get that. The other reason for fasting is expression of emotional state. Some people go into a state of pain because they lost a loved one. This is called the grieving process. They lost something that was very important to them, whether it was a person whether it was a job, whether it was an opportunity, whether it was a dream. So when people go through periods of crisis, you know, sometimes they have to express the emotional pain. They do go into a fast. They don't eat, they don't drink. They just get away from everybody and they go into that state of fasting where they're cleansing themselves, they're detaching from everything and they're allowing themselves to grieve. They're allowing themselves to feel that pain. They're allowing themselves to go through it because they know that they can no longer ignore this emotional state that's hurting them. They can't deny it. They can't just push it to the side. They have to confront the pain. Some people have been running for so long, since childhood, they've been running away from the pain, from the hurt, from the grief, from the sorrow from the disappointment. So they have to get to a point where they have to face it. In order to heal, that's that bridge that they have to cross. They have to cross that bridge. And the bridge is fasting. Once they get on that bridge, which is fasting, they're able to confront all those things that they've been running away from. The sorrow, the pain. Whew, it could be very, very difficult. They call it the dark night of the soul. But sometimes people go through that through fasting. They overcome that through fasting. They face it through fasting. It's a lot of pain. Now, sometimes people can do it alone, but sometimes people need help. They need their support system to help them through this process before they, they become strong enough for them to say, hey, I'm going to go to that place where I can face myself. And sometimes that happens after years 
of doing the inner work. This is not something that just happens, you know. It, you know, when you do it deliberately, now it could just happen if you're ignoring and avoiding it and it catch you off guard and you go into a crisis and you break down, you have a nervous breakdown. But when you deliberately put yourself in that state through fasting, you know, you're in control of that. You're more in control of it. All right. Now, fasting can also be used as a transition period. You're going from one state into another, from one season of your life into another, from one cycle into another. It's sort of like an initiation ceremony, like a rite of passage. Some people moan. You know, they moan that, oh, them. You know, they, they, they're leaving that behind and they're entering into a new phase in their lives. So they fast. That in-between period, they fast because they know that they're getting ready to go into a new period. Now, let me give some examples. Someone who just got a divorce, they're ending that marriage and they're entering singlehood again. So now they know that period, you know, they may not want to be single. You know, maybe they enjoyed married life, but, you know, maybe their spouse asked for the divorce and they didn't want the divorce. But now they have to face that single life. So they decide to go into a fast to prepare themselves to enter that new season of their life. Okay. Another example is uh, someone who was very sick and... Now they're healthy. So in order to go from that sick state to the healthy state, they go into a period of fasting, you know, just to practice gratitude, just be thankful for the health that they got renewed. And now, you know, they want to make sure that they maintain this good health by going into a state of fasting for them to get themselves together, whether it be disciplining themselves, whether it be getting things right in the spiritual sense or getting themselves right in a mental state. So it's very important that, you know, people use the fasting to help them make it from one state to another. It's a, use it as a transition practice, right? Sort of like an initiation. And uh, we can go the opposite. Someone who's getting married, before they walk down the aisle, before they say, I do, they go into a period of fasting. You know, for them to get in tune with themselves and for them to pretty much assess where they are emotionally, mentally, to make sure that they're prepared for this new life. Okay? To prepare for this new life. All right. Fasting during meditation. We spoke about that earlier in terms of religious, but now we're talking about people who are not religious. They're not you know, practicing meditation because of their religion. They're practicing meditation because they want to. They, they're doing it for relaxation, focusing on the breath, connecting, you know, to the spirit, connecting to nature, creating a balanced state, all right? Now, in meditation, before people go into meditation, they fast to prepare to get into a state of meditation. So fasting is also good for you to get into a state of meditation. All right. So it connects you to your higher consciousness. You get clarity and understanding. So if you fast before you meditate, it makes your meditation better. You're going into a meditation already prepared to receive. You know, you don't have to quiet your mind because your mind is already quiet. 
You don't have to be in tune. You are already in tune. So instead of starting from the bottom, you could already be at the top when your meditation. Okay. Now crisis fasting. Sometimes people are forced to fast. You know, I mean, they're in a hurricane. They just got through a natural disaster, earthquake, you know, uh, a tsunami, you know, I mean, whatever happened, it is a crisis and they don't want to eat because they're shocked. All right. So they go into a period of fasting. It could also be moaning, grieving because they lost. Maybe they lost their homes. Maybe they lost their family. They lost their community. They lost their livelihood. So some people, they don't want to eat after a crisis. So they automatically go into a state of fasting. And some people choose to go into a state of fasting because they really want to prepare themselves to deal with that transition. It's a transition. They're leaving that life behind. Now they have to deal with the life after the natural disaster, after the crisis, after the trauma, or whatever bad state that happened. So sometimes people actually fast during a crisis to get through the crisis, okay? And people who go through different types of trauma, whether it be sexual abuse, domestic violence, rape, any type of violation, discrimination, oppression, sometimes, you know, they go through this period of fasting, whether it's self-imposed or natural. Sometimes they lose their appetite. They're stressed out. They cannot eat. So this is when they're thinking, you know, they're trying to deal with this crisis. They're trying to deal with the trauma. They're processing everything. So people do go into a state of fasting doing crisis mode, right? So these are all or some of the reasons why people fast. There's many other reasons why people fast and we don't have time for us to go through all of them, but we just discussed the main reasons why people fast the main reasons okay now let's briefly talk about the benefits of fasting we already talked about it help you get through trauma and crisis it helps you you know put you in a state of meditation it helps you relax you know it helps you gain more self-discipline we talk about those benefits now let's talk about some other benefits now there are some physical benefits to fasting all right, studies have been done to prove this. This is scientific. This is not someone's opinion or somebody's imagination. This is, this is facts. Now, it improves and boosts your metabolism, which cause a Pacific hormone to increase promoting fat burning. So fasting definitely helps you lose weight because it burns fat, okay? Fasting helps you reduce inflammation, right? It decreases blood pressure and your heart rate. Because remember, you're relaxing, you're calm, you're in meditation, you're processing things, you're putting things in order, you're putting things in balance. So it is definitely going to bring your blood pressure down and slow your heart rate because you're not excited, you're not agitated, you're not upset, you're calm. Reduce cholesterol levels. Okay? It lowers hormone resistance in people with diabetes. So it helps people with diabetes. All right? Reduce risk of cancer. Promote blood sugar control by reducing insulin resistance. It also boosts brain function and prevent neurodegenerative disorders like Alzheimer's. It reduces your risk of that. 
All right. So these are some of the things, some of the medical benefits, some of the biological, physical benefits of fasting, because we already went into the emotional benefits and the mental benefits of fasting. We talk about, you know, it's helping you with depression, it's helping you with anger, it's helping you deal with your emotions, balancing, it's helping you release negativity, especially negative emotions, and learning how to be more productive, being more healthy. Overall, it's very beneficial. So fasting is part of a healthy lifestyle, which includes nutritional diet, fitness and exercise, consumption of water, proper sleep, getting sunlight, and getting fresh air. So if you're going to fast and you're going to do all this great work, and after you come out the fast, you're going to go back to eating fast food, you're going to go back to smoking five packs of cigarettes a day, go back to drinking, go back you know, to your unhealthy lifestyle, it defeats the purpose. Now, fasting should be part of a healthy lifestyle. This is not something that you do just to be doing. You have a purpose. You know why you're fasting. You're fasting because you want to be healthy, mind, body, and soul. You want to get what you want out of life. You know, you want to be the best version of yourself. All right. So a fast can be occasional. We have short-term fast, which is six hours, 12 hours, or 24 hours. We have a longer term fast, which could be between one day to three days. And then you have the extended fast that could be three to seven days. But people can do fast longer. It all depends on what type of fast they're doing. So now we're going to talk about the different types of fast because there are different types of fast. Sometimes people don't know that, but there are different types of fast. Okay, we have a complete fast, which there's no food or no water. Usually that's more of a short term. You know, you're going to do this for six hours. You're going to do this for 12 hours. You're going to do it for 24 hours. You go with no food or no water. Nothing. Okay, you go into that state of fast. But I want to put a disclaimer out there. If you have any type of medical problems, chronic medical problems okay you have diabetes you have high blood pressure you know you have epilepsies if you have any type of chronic problem where you take medication it's very important before you start your fast to consult a doctor okay now i'm not suggesting that you just go into a fast if you have a medical problem you can't do that because you fasting may create a problem for you because you are already sick and if you fast, you have to know how to do it. You have to know how to do it. Because if you need to take your medicine, you're not going to say, well, I'm fasting. I'm not going to take my medicine. You can't do that because you may be killing yourself or you may be hurting yourself or causing, you know, more injuries. So it's very important that you seek medical advice if you are taking medication or you have a chronic illness or you have poor health. Now, this fasting is for people who have good health. And if you have poor health, you need instruction and guidance to help you through this fasting. The fasting will still give you the good benefits, especially mentally and emotionally, but we don't want it to interfere with any type of medication or medical condition that you have. You may have to drink water. 
you may have to eat because of your medical condition. So please consult your doctor if you have any problems. Now, if you're a pregnant woman, don't fast because they don't know how fasting will affect your unborn baby. Okay, they don't know. They don't know how it's going to affect your unborn baby. Now, if you are recovering from a major sickness or surgery, don't fast unless you ask your doctor. Okay, now they'll tell you how to do it. They'll tell you maybe you could do it for three or four hours, but you can't go seven days not eating if you just recover from surgery. If you just recover from a major disease, a sickness, your body's already frail and weak and you need to strengthen it. Maybe you need proper nutrition. So it's not a good time for you to fast if you just had surgery. If you are, you have to talk to your doctor and they'll tell you what to do and what not to do. Now, when you fast, it's very important that you drink water at some point because you don't want to dehydrate, okay? If you're gonna go six hours, okay. All right, but if you're gonna go days, it's another story. You have to at least drink some water because your body needs to stay hydrated, all right? And when you're fasting, if you're not drinking a lot of water, don't go into a sauna because that's going to increase your sweating and it's going to deplete your body of your water. Right? And don't stay out in the sun all day sweating if you're not drinking water. It's not good. It's not good at all. So, and if you're, if you're um, fasting, at the same time, you can't go on a 12-hour workout either. <laughs> so there are certain things that you cannot do while you're fasting. Okay, it's a moment of rest. You're not going to go run a marathon when you're fasting. Okay, either you rest, you sleep, you focus, you relax. You know, you can't fast and do everything else. Now, some people are advanced fasters. You know, they've been fasting for years and they have the technique, they have the knowledge and they know how to do it. But if you're just beginning, don't just go put yourself out there and say, I'm fasting because I want to do. No, you can, I mean, it's okay to fast for a couple hours. And that is called intermediate fasting. This is something that people do all the time. You know, they, they, don't eat all morning and then they eat at one o'clock or they eat all day and past six o'clock they don't eat so this is called intermediate fasting okay you restrict your eating or drinking for a few hours at a time and, and then you resume your normal diet okay or some people fast for one day they don't eat nothing for one day and then the next day they eat all right, so that's called intermediate fasting. And people who want to lose weight, usually they use intermediate fasting. Now, the other type of fasting you have is a juice fast. People who use a juice fast, they don't eat. They only drink juice or they drink fruit juice or vegetable juice. That's all they do. They drink fruit juice or vegetable juice or tea. That is a juice fast. Now, other people just have a water fast. They only drink water. They're not drinking tea. They're not drinking juice. And obviously, they're not eating. They only drink water. All right? So quick review. The different types of fast. We have a no food or no water. That's a full, complete fast. We have a juice fast where a person will drink fruit juice or vegetable juice. We have a water consumption only fast. And we have intermediate fasting. 
Now we have partial fasting. Partial fasting is when you eliminate certain foods or drinks from your diet. You know, you're not going to eat everything. So you're eating what you think is healthy for you. You're cutting down anything that's not healthy for you, such as meats, processed food, caffeine, alcohol, anything that's going to cause you harm. You're going to eat only healthy foods. Some people eat only fruits. Some people eat only grains. All right, this is called a partial fasting. Remember, this is not for a long period of time. You're only doing this for a short period of time. It could be a couple hours. It could be a couple days. And then we have calorie restriction. Okay, you're restricting yourself to a certain amount of calories per week. All right, example, you may eat normal meal for three days and reduce your calories for the next four days. All right, now this is something that you have to figure out what is best for you because this is not for everybody. Fasting is not for everybody. Everybody cannot fast because they have different medical issues. You know, they're going through certain emotional issues, all right? And they're not willing for them to sacrifice, okay? Because fasting is that you're willing to sacrifice. You're willing to give something up, okay? You're willing to give something up so you can get something out of it. So it's not for everybody. Everybody is not going to give up food. Everybody's not going to give up water. Everybody's not going to give up other things that they find pleasurable or they find rewarding. But if you want to break away from everything, you want to reset your system physically, biologically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, it's very important that you engage in fasting. Again, we just discussed the various reasons why people fast. So it's not just for you to lose weight physically, for you to lose calories. No, it is for you to rebalance yourself. It is for you to align yourself to a greater purpose because it is so easy in this society to get caught up in consuming things. Our lives lose meaning. And now we live to accumulate things. That is the purpose of our lives now, just to, to get things, have a nice house, have a nice car, you know, have a nice clothes. Again, there's nothing wrong with these things, but if your life, your life's purpose is just to consume, just to eat, just to take, something is wrong. Something is wrong. I mean, there's so much to give in this life. You have to balance a take with a give. There's so much to share. You just can't just think of yourself. You're not in this world by yourself. We are social beings. We need each other as human beings. We are social creatures. We live in a community. We're not isolated. We're not in hibernation. We're not in a world by ourselves. Like they say, no one is an island. We're not supposed to be. So by us consuming and eating and, you know, taking in all the time, sometimes that will make you selfish. It's going to make you self-centered. The only person that you tend to think about is yourself. 
Now, there's nothing wrong with thinking about yourself, but selfish, again, is when you only think about yourself. Okay? And another thing that happens when you consume, you consume, you consume, you get greedy. Okay? You have this appetite for things that can never be satisfied. It's never enough. You can have a million dollars. It's never enough. You can have 20 homes. It's never enough. You can have 20 cars. It's never enough. So it's the greed. It's the gluttony. Okay? It's, it's greed. You want. It's never enough. So over-consuming will make you selfish. It will make you greedy. And what happens when you become selfish and greedy, you overindulge. You get fatter and fatter and fatter because you're taking in too much. You're taking in stuff that you don't need, that you're not going to use. All you're doing is storing it, storing it as fat. Now, not just in your body, but you're storing it in your mind, you're storing it in your heart and your emotions. So you're becoming self-centered. It's all about you. And in the process, you're pushing people away. Now you're lonely. Now you're miserable. Now you don't have anybody to be a support for you. You don't have anybody to share, bill, no laughter, no joy. So fasting helps you get back to your purpose. And your purpose is here to share, to build, to love, to learn. Okay? That is part of your purpose being alive. And consuming pretty much makes you lose focus. You no longer see the bigger picture. And now it's all about you. So fasting will help you get back. I keep reiterating over and over and over again. Fasting will help you get back to balance. Get back to nature. Okay? Now if you notice, you know, animals don't ever overeat. They eat enough for them to function properly. Now, the only time you see a fat animal, if, you, if they're being fed by a person. So they lost a natural instinct. Okay? That, 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 that signal that tells them, stop, you had enough, is gone because they're in an unnatural environment. So they're being unnaturally stimulated. Okay? But in the, in the regular environment, you will not see a fat cat. You will not see an obese horse. It doesn't happen. Why? Because they know when to stop. They have a, a appetite control, a natural built-in appetite control device that tells them stop. And they listen. Okay? They're going by their instinct. But when we live in a capitalistic, greedy, consumption society, people are in an artificial environment and they lose their natural instinct as well. They're not functioning in a holistic and a healthy way as well. So we're going to use fasting to bring us back to balance, to help us get in tune with that built-in alarm clock that tells us, hey, it's time for us to put the food down. We had enough. It's time for us to put the TV down. We had enough. It's time for us to put the, the, the internet down, the computer down, the phone down. It's enough. We have to go back to living naturally, 
connecting with each other, communicating with each other, building with each other, socializing. Okay? We live in a society where we're overly indulging in consumption. Fasting will help us get away from that and reset the clock. Thank you very much.